0: Well, hello everyone. Thank you so much for listening today on the Entrepreneurs Connection Hub. So, we've got a great guest this morning. We've got the, the lovely Joseph D. Bernardo, who's working with Mark Wright from Climb Online, who is Lord Sugar's partner. So, welcome, Joseph, to the show. How are you today?
1: Tracy, you're amazing. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you.
0: Ah, uh, really no, well. no problem at all. So, yeah, just obviously you're, you're obviously doing podcasts as well at the moment yourself, because I know you interviewed us the other day, Paul and myself. So you're very, very passionate about podcasts. And obviously after the interview, I said, oh, come on, you need to come on mine. So just tell the audience a little bit about yourself, you know, where you've come from and and how it all started for you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. So um, uh, my journey started, uh, I suppose, both personal and business. So from a personal perspective, uh, when I was really young, I witnessed um, three people in my family take their last breath on their deathbed. Oh. Um, that was when I was quite young. Oh, no. And it gave me perspective on living a regret-free life. Um, so both my grandparents and my uncle, he was diagnosed with cancer and he left us within probably two two months of being diagnosed with oh, cancer. No. So at that stage in my life, I was sort of searching for purpose and what I wanted to do. Um, and, and one night... Um, a financial planner was at my mum and dad's house and it was the first time they got sort of a sense of what I wanted to do um, that night I suppose growing up in humble beginnings we didn't really you know have a have a, an abundance of money but that night I saw him talking about wealth creation and you know investing in shares and, and I thought wow if he can you know help us gain some level of abundance then I want to become a financial planner and help other people so um I did financial planning for a bit. I, I I was working for one of the top four banks um in Australia at, at around the age of twenty four. Um and I just felt soulless. So after that I made a decision to follow my heart and travel. Um got me to London. Uh I worked for a stockbroker and sort of after after that, um, long story short, I uh I married someone over here in the UK, and congratulations! Uh, yes, <laughs> is uh, she British? We, we share, we share similarities. Yeah, so she was British, but it uh, it didn't it didn't work out. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Um, so that's the personal part, but it, it it's been a great journey because what it then did is I eventually went back to Australia um, to sort of you know work on myself. I got back into personal development. And uh, led me back to London. So i will come back to London about two years ago now. Um, and I saw Mark Wright speaking at the 10X growth, uh, the 10X tour, actually. Oh ah, okay. I was and
0: there I was, that day.
1: Yeah. What did you think of it?
0: Yeah, it was good. It's Really good. Did you, did, were you there when Paul and I stood up and spoke?
1: Yes, I, I do remember now. Yeah. And uh, like... On the day, because I obviously didn't know you guys back then, but I, I now remember a glimpse of you guys on the stage. Um, and you know, long story short, I saw Mark speaking on stage yeah. after I lost my marriage. Uh, you know, when they say when the student's ready, the teacher appears, and I had many great people come into my life after after my divorce. Yeah. Um, and Mark was one of them. You know, I saw Mark on stage and I thought, you know, he was he was such a charismatic, energetic guy. He's amazing. He was talking yeah. about the vision of Climb Online. I thought, you know, I've got to work with him. So long story short, I now work with Mark and um yeah, the podcast has been an extension to that. So he encourages entrepreneurial ideas and and that's how that was born.
0: Fantastic. Well, do you know what it's really strange that we're talking here today because Paul and I introduced Mark to Grant Cardone because when we were going for a meeting up in London, Paul rang Mark up because obviously we've got a great relationship with Mark and said, how do you want to meet Grant Cardone in London? And Mark nearly fell off his chair because he's followed him for a long time. And he was like, are you kidding me? He went, yeah, I'm going to meet him. Do you want to come with me? So when we introduced them, obviously then um we introduced him to um matt saltis i think he already knew mark uh, you know then but but we i know we did the the initial introduction to them both but uh, but yeah and and obviously matt and um and his partners at the time who were doing 10x growth con um, uh, they they were um said that for mark to be the 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 compare for the day so had we not introduced mark you probably wouldn't have been working with Mark right now and we wouldn't be having this conversation. How strange is that?
1: It, it's fascinating. And it comes back to, you know, I know before we press record, we're talking about the importance of networking. And it's that, that's why it's so important. Um, you know, and I mean, if you ask Mark, uh, you know, I know he's always forever grateful for the introduction that you gave um, for, to introduce him. Oh, to yeah, the of Grant, course. To Grant and we we're, we're very uh,
0: grateful that he got Lord Sugar for us so it it works both ways you know and yeah, uh, you know i think that's the, the huge city. respect that we've got for each other's relationship with each other you know
1: it's awesome
0: yeah so so yeah tell us a little bit about you you started working with mark so how did you approach him to to work with him then
1: yeah it's a good question so he was he was running a um firstly i wanted to get him on my podcast because after the 10x tour i thought he'd be a great advocate for you know um sharing his learnings about you know working for a billionaire and you know launching a company which then become the fastest growing digital marketing agency in the UK. So, first step was I wanted to get him on the podcast and that was just genuine. I just wanted yeah. him to share his knowledge. And then he did a meetup group. So, I went to that meetup group and at the meetup group, he was talking about some of his challenges as an entrepreneur and one of them is that he said – you know, one of my challenges is I don't have enough quality salespeople. So, I left that meeting and I thought to myself, I'm just going to message him. It wasn't working out with a, a role that I was currently having in the UK. So, I sent him an email. I said, look, this is my criteria. These are my credentials. You know, you're an amazing guy. I'd love to work with you. And, he, and he, ba- he basically just messaged me back and he said, I offered I, one strategy that I've always used in my life. So, I said, I'll offer you two days of my time for free. Oh, like I just said, I'll just give you two days of my time for free if it doesn't work out. And basically his response was, don't worry about the time. I'll just get the commercial sales director to send you a contract. And it was just
0: – Do you know easy. what, though? Do you know what, Joseph? I mean, that is awesome that you did that. But you know what that boils down to is I talk a lot on, on stages and in schools, and I always say to people, youngsters, Paul always says, my husband, he always says two things. You can teach skill – but you can't teach attitude. And you had the right attitude. There is so many people out there, and this is what I say to the students, you know, if somebody comes to me, when I actually did this talk two years ago, I told them the story of how, you know, someone came up to me and said, oh, I want to work for you for free. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Work for me for free, right? Her name is Alex Pekela. She did six weeks for us, last year in fact. She's now an employee of ours.
1: Wow.
0: Because she had the right attitude that if somebody is prepared to do something for you for free, they've got an amazing attitude and they've got a giving heart. Because, you know, yes, of course, people want to learn. And, you know, know, we know that people, when they come on our journey, they learn so much from us. But for them to say that, and for you to have said that, that is why he said, I'll just send you the contract, because you stood out to him. Because most people actually... All they want is the money that, you know, but you were, you were coming from the heart saying you were genuinely wanting to work for Mark and you were prepared to work for him for a couple of days for free to prove your worth. You know, not yeah. many people do that. And that's where you stand out. And this is what I say to the students. If you can, and when I did the talk, it was really funny. I had, and I said, oh, and at the end of my talk, I said, oh, by the way, I'm looking for volunteers to come and work for me for free at the expo for a, a week. It was like the run up to it or for a couple of weeks with a run up to it and on the day of on and the the day for preparation the day before i had about 15 students all saying i'll come and do it for you and i actually said to them all we do talent spot and that's exactly what i said to alex last year we we are talent spotting for when we take on good people and she was really good in the office she had a great attitude and she knew her stuff and i i tell you what she's really really good girl she's she's only been working for us for about a month um or no it's about 6 weeks now and she's she's doing really well i'm really proud of her
1: that's so awesome. It's yeah. such a great, it's so it's so simple, but it's it's really powerful. So Oh, indeed. Definitely so a good strategy. so
0: po- podcasts, why podcasts? Why are you so passionate about them?
1: Um, I've always felt like I've to be honest, I wanted to share the learning. You know, after I lost my marriage, I I I really spiraled into a deep state of oh. sadness. And I I needed to find a way out. And I I found some great tools and some great teachers, and I just made myself a promise that I would, I would bring those teachers to other people. That I would share the journey of my own personal development with other people. So I think part of me was I wanted I want to inspire people to believe in themselves because I think if you can believe in yourself, you can yeah. then achieve anything. And if you can believe in your self worth, you know I think believing in our self worth and loving who we are is yeah. really important. So. Yeah that that's at the moment that's why i've started the podcast and i'm, I'm really loving the journey
0: i know and, and you've had some amazing speakers on your podcast so what's the name of your podcast joseph tell everybody today
1: so including can... you including you and paul <laughs> um it's called unleash your inner greatness
0: oh amazing and tell us if, who have you had on there you've had quite a few stars so who have you had on
1: uh, yes yeah, so I had Grant Cardone I had uh, dr John D martini I had uh, Neil Donald Walsh who's the author of um, conversations with God I don't know if you've read that book no um, and then just different people like last night I interviewed the guy who won the uh, the Guinness World Records holder for the plank because last month oh, wow. I was doing a plank um, and wow. it was a five minute plank and I I was I was struggling at four minutes. I couldn't get through it. So I just looked online, who's the world record holder for it? And he'd done a plank for eight hours. What? So we had a chat last night. It was phenomenal. It was so cool. Wow.
0: So did you just, obviously, when you get these people on, I know some of them is through the networking and the relationships. Like, obviously, we have, you know. Um, but do you, do you just reach out to people? Because, obviously, if there's people out there today that are looking to set up their own podcast, do you just reach out to them direct to ask them? Yeah, it's...
1: It's, it's great. I mean, you, you're, you probably know this better than me, to be honest. You know, you guys get really great people on. But one, you know, one, one advice I've got is just reach out. You know, I, I made a list of all the top speakers that I want to get on my podcast, the, the Tony Robbins, the Brendan Burchards, the, yeah. you know, the Les Browns. And, you know, I just I just reach out. I find ways in which I can connect people who I know that may know them. But it took me eight months to get Jack Jack Canfield on the show. Wow. Uh,
0: That's right. Yeah. And I think you've introduced him to Paul now, haven't you? So
1: yeah. Thank yeah. you for
0: that. Appreciate you. That's <laughs> all
1: right. No worries. Well,
0: he'll, I, I come, love podcasts because I love to talk, but I also like to listen to other people because I think when you know what I love about meeting new people and speaking to these super successful people, you can learn so much. And not just from the successful people who have been there, done it and built massive multi million pound or billion pound businesses. You learn from people who are just on a journey. And I think, you know, we're all on a journey together. And when we engage in conversation, I think, oh, you know, sometimes I think, oh, I haven't thought of that. Well, that's a good idea. And I think that's where, you know, flowing conversations, that's when the magic can start to happen because you can also create opportunities for yourself, can't you?
1: It really does. It just leads to... Part of me thinks, to be honest, the podcast is a little bit of a selfish project. Like, I just love getting the guests on. I feel so energized, and I learn so much from the guests. So it's it's like the greatest lesson. I it's there's a podcast I follow called The School of Greatness by Lewis Howes. I don't know if you. I know Lewis, Lewis. Yeah,
0: I don't know him personally, but obviously I've seen him on social media. He built up a very big following very quickly, didn't he?
1: Massively, but like you know, imagine that being your school learning from the greatest people on earth yeah. in whether it be personal development or health or business. I mean, I remember school, I don't know if you can relate to this, Trace, but I remember sitting at school learning about, you know. Oh, algebra. And, oh, <laughs> and I was like, and all I was saying to myself is, why do I have to learn this? Absolutely.
0: Why- I'm always saying, actually, that the, the, the curriculum should be completely changed and kids should know about money. They should know about cash flow forecasting. They should know about how to get a job. They should know, you know, we should teach them sales and social media and communication and the art of networking. That is what kids should should be learning in school, not all this algebra stuff, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's my thoughts anyway, you know, and I, uh, I totally I agree. agree with you. <laughs> I know, so... and I've got a, a great friend of mine. She's just joined Intrabiz and, um, down in West Wales. And in fact, Mark has spoken to her, Kelly Munro, her name is, and she's created an entrepreneurial school and it was for 700 students that got written off by the normal education and they said oh these are a load of wasters you know honestly and um, basically she has turned it into a hundred percent success rate they all passed with flying colors because she created a hub within the school and it was all about um, you know it was all about podcasting and digital marketing and videos and, and all that sort of stuff and gaming and 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 they all passed with flying colors because they had a, you know, like I remember in school, I was always, you know, my teachers used to say to my mum and dad, oh, she's got the attention span of a gnat. She doesn't seem as though she's listening. And I know exactly why I wasn't listening because I was bored. I was daydreaming because I'm a visionary and I was always thinking of things that I was going to do in the future, you know? <laughs> and it, it, it's quite funny, isn't it? A lot of entrepreneurs are not within that, you know, we're, we're sort of like round, not in a square peg, you know? because you know. we don't fit in because we we've got other minds that we want to take our, our our life to you know and and i just think that's um you know so many entrepreneurs are like that
1: who's been the most inspiring guest you've had on your show
0: um i've had a few actually um but i'm just trying to think because i've i've done quite a few recently i mean obviously you know i think for the the events which I'm obviously, you know, going to be putting them onto the podcast is is people like Sharon Lecter, my business mentor, and obviously Mark Wright. I mean, he's an awesome guy. He's just amazing. And he's just such a calm person. He's just very open, honest, and genuine. And he's, you know, he's super successful. He knows his stuff, but he's very passionate about giving to others as well. And I think when you have that, that you're a giving type of person, like we've interviewed and had so many fabulous super successful entrepreneurs onto our, our onto our events over the last few months since COVID. And there's only, you know, we've probably, Paul has probably approached 40 speakers, you know, these top entrepreneurs to speak. And there's only two that have said either, no, they're not doing it, or they want paying. And the most super successful ones are doing it for free. Wow. Now, doesn't that tell you something? And the ones who think that they deserve to be paid... You're like, wow, you know, why, why should we pay you when actually, you know, at the end of the day, the super successful ones, the most, the biggest entrepreneurs in the world are doing it for free, you know. And then these so, other people saying they want paying for it, you know, and it's like, are you a giver or are you a taker, you know, and and some people yeah. just don't see the opportunity. So obviously with your podcast, have you had any, when you've interviewed people, have you had any opportunities that has come from speaking to your guests that something has happened because there's loads of opportunities out there, aren't
1: there? Um, I'd probably say it's more the connections of future guests who I can get on the show at the moment. Um, you know, obviously getting Mark on the show enabled me to then secure a role to work with Mark, so that was quite big. Yeah. But I would, I would say, you know, and that's why it's important to dream big and to aim high because when you do get a couple of these bigger guests on, like you know, they're all within the same network, and they trust each other. Yeah. So they tend to want to come on to a show where their friends have been on the show, and and they've said good things about the guest, and the interviewer has been, you know, been diligent with their research. Um. So yeah, that I mean that's that's probably another tip. You know, if you're gonna if you want to bring someone on your show, research what they're about, research what they're working about, research their vision, research what's important to them, and then, you know, just try and connect them with other people that you've had on the show as well so absolutely and
0: you know and like a lot of people um, you know that and we had a, an amazing guy on Tony Robbins's son Jarek he came on a few weeks ago wow what an amazing guy and some of the things that he said and there was one story that he mentioned was there was a a, a young guy wanted to meet the CEO of this top company okay and he was thinking how am I going to get an appointment with him and I'm only sharing this because if anyone who's listening today, this is an amazing strategy, and it's something that I always believe in anyway. What he did was he thought, how am I going to get to have a coffee with him? If I just approached him and said, I want a coffee with you, the CEO would think, all you want to do is just get loads of stuff off me and, and obviously shoot off, you know, give me a, and just, you know, pick his brains and use him. So what he did, he wrote down, he, he analyzed his business. He did his research online on his website, and he wrote a hundred things down And he went into his building as well and and saw how how everything was working. And he wrote 100 things down of how he could improve this CEO's company. Wow. Right? This is why I remember it. So when he told me, I was like, wow, that is insane. I mean, I always promote that always give to others first, always help others first. But this story is so powerful because what he did, he wrote it down. He then sent him an email saying, I would love to meet up with you. For a coffee. He said, and I've got a hundred things of why I think I can improve your business. You know? And obviously he got the appointment and he had a a coffee with him. And it turned out this guy ended up getting a really good job with him and he employed him in the end because he was like, I haven't had anyone that's done that to me before. So for listeners out there today, what can you do today that if you want to reach somebody, what can you do for them? Which is what I always promote anyway. But that powerful story is just. Incredible and that will stay with me forever.
1: I love it. I think you know, all and also all successful people have done the grind. They know what it takes to 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 maybe get that impossible appointment. So when they can see it, when they can see someone's persisting or someone's trying to add value or someone's trying a different approach to get to them, yeah, they intuitively may just think in the back of their head, you know what, that was me when I was younger, and I really value this guy's or this lady's. Commitment to try and persist and try to add value. So it's like the river, you know, the waters. The the waters eventually always going to wear down the rock. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And and you know, as I say, that's that's just super. In my, you know, that that story was just fabulous,
1: <laughs> amazing, um, amazing story. Yeah. I, I, what I was going to say, ask Tracy is, did you ask Jared about what it's like to be under an umbrella of such a big, you know influential person like tony robbins no we
0: didn't because he likes to he, he likes to obviously be his own person he doesn't really want yep. although he does promote tony and you know that he is tony's son he likes to and, and quite rightly so he wants to stand up for himself he wants to be seen as an entrepreneur himself and he, he was really incredible and uh, you know so we, we didn't go down that route but you know, he he actually spoke for the whole forty-five minutes, and he, he was just—he awesome. was—he was incredible. I can send you the the link. I've got the re- you know the the recording of it if you'd like to listen to it. Yeah, he that's was, cool. Yeah, He's a smart
1: guy. Probably yeah, God.
0: he was fabulous. So, what's your plans now going forward with your podcast? You know, and, and and climb online.
1: Yeah, so you know, we're doing. We've had to move ClimbCon, which we're passionate about. You know, bringing. Um, influential speakers on the stage to help businesses grow and scale. So that's next year. I know. I'm looking uh, forward
0: to it because I think uh, Mark has said that Paul and I are going to speak, which is be would be, be amazing. And my
1: friend Dawn. It's so, a powerful stage. Yeah. It's um. It seems that the UK needed it. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: So um. And then look with the podcast, like I just want to grow it. You know, I just want to. I want to get people who resonate with me on the show. I'm not I'm not I'm not keen to just get anyone and everyone I want to research um people or I want to if I'm struggling with something myself whether it be you know relationships or health or entrepreneurship I'm just going to try and get the best people in the world to come on or maybe maybe not just people who inspire me so yeah just to grow it
0: oh thank you well I feel humbled that you've invited us to go on there so <laughs>
1: <laughs> no and you know it's a credit to you guys Look, one thing I have learned from you, and I would, edu- I would really emphasize this point to all the listeners, is the power of asking.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. And I think, you know, a yeah. lot of people, you know, a lot of people's barriers of why they won't start something, and I say this to people all the time, is they have this fear factor, the fear of failure. And I have literally failed, and I quite openly will say to people, I, and I'll talk on stages and tell people openly, my God, have I failed big time on a lot of things, you know? And But I always say to my kids, and I always brought them up, I've always had a positive mindset. You know, yes, people can have down days, and yes, we get sad some, sometimes, but it's how you deal with those down days, you know, because we all have to deal with rubbish in our life and things that go wrong, but it's how you deal with it, and you've just got to get up and come back fighting harder and stronger. And I always said to my kids, you, it's better to have failed and try again than to not, to not have tried something, I never want my kids or myself to look back on my life and say, "If only" or "What if I hadn't done that?" You know. So, what what is your take on fear of failure? Do, do you agree with that?
1: Um, look, in 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 a, in a in an honest answer, I'm not a, I'm not an entrepreneur in a hundred percent of the way right now. You know, I, I still do. I do work under someone, so. But, I think, I think fear has a place. You know, yeah. there's a cal There always needs to be a calculated decision on something that you're going to do. Um, but I always, I always go. There's, I think intuition's really powerful. Whenever I've listened to my intuition, it's never failed me. No. So. I agree. I, I mean, I just think. If you if the intuition's there, and you couple it with a little sprinkle of faith, you just take the leap, and you've just got to take the leap because once you just start, then you can learn along the way. You know, I I started this podcast two years ago. It took me two years to launch. Yeah, well, that's um, it,
0: and yeah, and and it, you know, a lot of people, but there's a lot of people who don't even start. So this is why I like to get that message out there, you know, never look back on your life and regret anything. You know, yes, we all have fear of failure or fear of standing up on a stage and are we going to get it wrong? Are we going to fall over? Are we going to mess up our words? But you've just got to get out there and make it happen. You know, that's my three favorite little words, make it happen and make a difference. Um, That's that's another, you know, three worded sentence that I like. And, you know, a lot of people just don't want to start for that, for that fear factor. But so what? So what if you if you fail? Because, as I said to my kids, it's better to have tried something and failed. But then, if you fail, I will say, the bigger the failure, the bigger the learn. I always, always try and think of the positive rather than the negative.
1: It's such a, it's such a great message to the children and to everyone listening. And like everything around us was started by thought. You know this this uh, webcam that I'm looking in this laptop that I'm on. Everything started because someone thought of the idea. And if you have an idea which you're passionate about and you think could positively solve a problem or make a difference in the world or the difference in the life of someone else, then it's perhaps a little selfish not to do it. So, you know, embrace the fear, grab some people who, you know, can support you, can believe in you. And there, there may not be many, but there might be just one accountability coach that you can get by your side, just to give you that level up and just to go for it. So, yeah, yeah, I I, I love your message.
0: Yeah, and and I think, you know, that's you know what what you just mentioned about getting a mentor. You know, I'm a massive advocate of mentors. And I know when we took on Sharon Lecter, who's the co-author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, amazing lady, and we call her Mama Lecter, and she's our (laughs) business mentor. And, um, yeah, so, you know, it's somebody to make you accountable. It's somebody that will... If you are feeling a bit down or you've had a bad time with work and your business, you've got someone to pick you up. And, you know, and I remember her saying to me once, um, I was go- we were going through a bit of a bad time and a tough time. Um, and I, you know, I was talking to her about it. And she said, Tracy, just think of these things, celebrate your wins, even if they're small, always celebrate your wins. But always think to yourself. And she asked me this question. What would have happened in the business community if Intrabiz was never born and you've never created it? And that that was so powerful because I was like, oh, my God, the thousands of people that we've connected and the thousands of pounds worth of business that has been done through our exhibitions and our events is insane. And from obviously going forward, when I start doing more educational networking seminars and webinars, I'm going to have a massive impact because I basically my mission in life is to impact more people uh, globally across the world to to network effectively for for obviously everyone's, you know, for their growth in their business. So, you know, when she said that to me, that was so, so powerful. And I it's thought,
1: profound. wow. Like maybe at the time it may not have been as profound. But when you look back on it, like the amount of events that you've held and the amount of people that you've connected and I mean, I know you guys do a lot for free as well. Like, you know, a lot of the events, you don't have to even pay to just show up.
0: No, exactly. Well, we, um, we do that, obviously, to, yeah. um, you know, we're doing that at the moment through the, the COVID-19 to, to support companies, because I think if you support people through the tough times, they'll remember you. And, and obviously, they'll hopefully stay with us and be loyal to us, you know, and at least I can look back, even if they don't stay, I can look back and say, well, at least I've helped those businesses during the tough times so that they know we are a heart centered business, because yeah. I feel that that's what we are, you know, and that's what we stand for you know yep. and uh yeah
1: so it's it's you, you feel better about yourself
0: yeah definitely so, so it's been absolutely amazing having you on joseph the time has absolutely flown by so for those listeners out there that want to reach out to, to joseph or they want to go on to his podcast how can people get in contact with you joseph because you've been yep. absolutely amazing
1: I'm really grateful. Thanks. I appreciate coming on. Um, the show is Unleash Your Inner Greatness. Uh, it's on iTunes, Spotify. That's the best place. or the websites, Um, I really appreciate the opportunity. It's always good chatting to you, uh, Tracy and, and Paul, and um, keep doing what you're doing because you're you're making a massive difference in the lives of others.
0: Uh, and Likewise, so are you. Well, it's great to have you on, Joseph, and you have a fantastic day, and we will see you very shortly. Thanks very much, listeners. We will speak very, very soon. Take care. Bye-bye for now. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.